Thank you for joining me once again here on Talk and Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. And today, our first story comes to you via Saudi Arabia and uh, their plans, quite frankly, to, shall we say, innovate uh, the world of boxing as we know it. His Excellency Turkey Al-Ashik feels that boxing has gone in decline since the 70s and 80s when it was one of the top sports in the world. Al-Ashik wants to modernize things and fix boxing to make it popular once again, like it once was for many years. This is on BoxingNews24.com. For all of you who want to read the complete story, he believes these were the root causes for the decline of boxing. Are you ready, boxing fans? Promoters' reluctance to make the biggest fights that cost money. Fighters avoiding risky opposition. Lack of charismatic fighters. Four sanctioning bodies. Failure of promoters to cooperate with each other. Al-Sheikh's idea to fix boxing is to make it interesting for the younger generation by enhancing the presentation, using music, using more cameras like the UFC does, having exciting events, and having compelling fights. Hmm. He said, in the 70s and 80s, the sport was number one in the world. Uh, now I'm very sad with the last result I had before we go deeper. Boxing is 14th. There are a lot of reasons. There's not a lot of fighters as charismatic and char with character now. There's a lot of problems with promoters. They don't want to do the strongest fights because it costs a lot. Now, out of all this comes one thought, and that is, where does His Excellency, Excellency stand on the issue of women in the ring? Just curious, and we have discussed this before, and we've discussed the issue of sports washing as well. So let's move along now to our next story. Natasha Jonas and Michaela Mayer, they're going head-to-head. -head. And uh, we now take a look at who might be an opponent uh, for the winner of this upcoming fight. So let's have a quick look here at this story, courses Sky Sports. Uh, along with the IBF welterweight world title, the potential for massive future fights will be on the line when Natasha Jonas and Michaela Mayer clash in Liverpool on Saturday. That goes without saying, I think, that the Saudis are not going to allow these women to enter the ring and fight. But uh, with the Brit and uh, Americans among the biggest names in their sport, uh, particularly with respect to size on the pond, there will be no shortage of fighters queuing up to face the winner. The fact that both Jones and Mayer have and retain the ability to fight across several different weight divisions only increases the highly impressive pool of future opponents. While Mayer has confirmed that victory for her could result in Jonas activating a rematch clause, nothing can be taken for granted in boxing. Ahead of Saturday's contest, which is live on Sky Sports, we've taken a look what could be, who could be in line for a shot at the victor, Jessica McCaskill. And again, you can go to their story uh, on skysports.com uh, for all these explanations. Sandy Ryan, uh, Clarissa Shields, who I mentioned, Lauren Price, and Caroline Dubois. Uh, of course, uh, you might see Katie Taylor and Chantel Cameron going toe-to-toe -to -toe again um, you know, for a trilogy fight after splitting two 2023 contests. Uh, Taylor winning the second bout event means that she is currently the undisputed super lightweight and lightweight champion and holds all the cards. In the event that the third meeting between them can't be agreed, uh, they would both be in, in play to face either a Jonas or a Mayor. So a good story out of Sky Sports and uh, what the English have to say about all this. 
says uh, Michaela Mayer, the American, we have to hustle harder than men, says Michaela Mayer. Uh, and on the risks that are facing women in the ring. Natasha Jonas and Michaela Mayer uh, feel like a Rubik's Cube of a fight. Uh, perhaps it will uh, feel like that kind of frustrating, disoriented undertaking to the boxers on Saturday night as well. Either way, it feels like that from the other side of the ropes while attempting to break down the contest. And this is according to The Independent over in uh, the UK as well. In one corner will be Liverpool's, uh, greeted by a hometown crowd, uh, Jonas, and on the other will be Mir, having crossed the pond for the fourth time in as many fights. Every war from the stands and the floor may prove crucial to Jonas if the bout reaches the final bell and the judges are needed. Her American opponent, meanwhile, will look to rest away the IBF welterweight title in enemy territory. Then there's a matter of experience. Age, both uh, at 39, uh, Jonas has less in front of her than 33-year-old Mir, uh, but also more behind her to drop on. An Olympic veteran, Jonas struck, uh, stuck to the sport uh, through horrible times, as she admitted, uh, to finally achieve her world title dream at the third time of asking. On a fateful February night in 2022, the Britain battered Chris Namus to become world champion at super welterweight. Before the end of the year, she collected two more belts in the division before dropping down in weight to become two-division champion. All this eight years after he retired from boxing. If she could, the Jones of 2024 would ask the stupid 2014 version of herself, what are you doing? And that also added, people don't realize that it's not the physical side of boxing. Sometimes it's a mental side. To keep, to keep putting yourself in that horrible dark place and be the selfish, horrible person that you need to be as a successful boxer, it's not easy, she says. I needed that mental break. I wouldn't change it. The hunger, the belief in myself to keep going. The bad times were horrible. No athlete likes to have them, and no one really talks about them enough. But they also make you uh, it's sort of like a butterfly cocoon thing. When you're broken out, it becomes something new. I know the sport now, and I know me. That's not to say that Mayer doesn't know the sport either. She, too, has Olympic pedigree and has held world titles. First at Super Featherweight, where she's unified champion, until a narrow loss to Alicia Baumgartner in 2022. Then interim gold at late lightweight. Uh, Mayer has since fought once more at Super Lightweight, continuing her gradual ascent through the divisions. She'll therefore be a naturally smaller fighter against Jonas in another intriguing twist of the Rubik's Cube, albeit a bit taller. Um Mayor said of Jonas on paper, she's the best opponent I've fought. She's got the best resume of anyone I've fought. I don't think I've got, gone up against another Olympian as a pro. I've been in championship fight, but so is she, a handful of them, and she has an amateur pedigree as well. So let's look forward uh, to the result uh, next week. Anyway, uh, let's have a quick little look at um, Michaela Mayer's uh, complaint ahead of the fight. This is being reported on DAZN, in fact. Michaela Mayer has hit out at her upcoming opponent, Natasha Jonas, by claiming the Brit boxer has an unfair advantage due to the positioning of her groin guard. The American will challenge Jonas for her IBF welterweight title, as I said, on Saturday night upcoming, but has complained that the guard covers too much of the target area and is giving her an advantage for the fight. Mayer said she's wearing a men's cup. She should really feel silly going to the ring with that on. Come on, you shouldn't have to be told it looks ridiculous and is completely unfair. I think it's terrible. Mayor continued, where's your body? You have to have your body exposed to some degree. I'm still going to go and rip that body again. Uh, will they be getting through as clean as they would? Uh, because some of those body shots uh, that you dig right to the bottom of the stomach, those hurt. Uh, despite her complaints, there's nothing that can change before the weekend showdown, although Mayor believes the regulations should change in the future. Adding, 
Now this is part of the whole evolutionary process of women gaining a place in the sport. They haven't had uh, to, to face the rule of, should wear, women be wearing just women's cups or are they allowed to wear men's cups? Body shots are very significant in boxing. If you can't land them because they have padding, then there should be an obvious illegal piece of equipment. As of now, she's been able to fight in that cup. So I can bring it up and I can mention it, but I will get it overturned for this fight. I don't know. She's going to get away with it. That's for sure. It's definitely an advantage, said Mayor. Uh, let's have a quick look and see who's coming up. Oh, I see some results here. Undefeated, super well, lightweight, marvelous. Uh, McQuan Williams, 20-0-2, nine knockouts. Stopped previously unbeaten Luis Feliciano, 19-1, in round number six on Wednesday night at the White Sands Event Center in Plant City, Florida. Williams dropped Feliciano twice in round two, but Feliciano survived the round. Williams floored Feliciano again in round six. Feliciano got up wobbly, and the bout was halted at 143. Williams looked good, for sure. A clash between welterweight knockout artists end up going 10-round distance between Freudis Rojas, Rojas 13-0, winning a unanimous decision over Christian Baez, 19-4. The bout seemed very close, but the crowd reacted with score, <laughs> to the scoring with boos. Uh, in a clash between unbeaten super featherweights, Jacob Gomez, 9-0-1, uh, scored his uh, fifth-round TKO over Esquiel Borrero, 6-1, Gomez dropped Barrero in round one and got a referee stop, which was Baraji punches in round number five. Let's have a quick look and see what else. Ah, yes, the McGee Ryder undercard is set now. Golden Boy Promotions has assembled the undercard for their January 27th super middleweight clash between Jaime Munguia and John the Gorilla Ryder. 32-6, uh, by the way, 18 knockouts at the Footprint Center, Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, in the co-main event, WBO minimum weight champ uh, Oscar El Pulpino uh, Coloza, 8-0, will defend his title against Reineris Guterres, 10-1. Also, unbeaten super middleweight Darius Fulgham, 9-0, will be facing uh, Alantes Slyaza Fox, 28-5-1. Uh, IBF female flyweight champion Gabriela Sweet Poison Fandura, who's just signed uh, to Golden Boy, by the way, defends against Christina Cruz, 6 0. And unbeaten super bandweight David Romero, 26 0 1, 15 knockouts, will go against Eric Ruiz, 17 9 1, and all are 10 rounders. Good stuff out on the West Coast there. Um, IBF, oh, let's see here. Top rankings, WBW. Start again. Top rank, Inks, WBC number one, Sandor Martin. WBC number one, junior welterweight contender, Sandor Martin, 42 and 3, 15 knockouts, has signed a multi fight co promotional pact with Top Rank. Martin's longtime promoter, OPI, since 82, and Top Rank are joining forces to secure the Spaniard his first world title shot against Dev and the Dream Haney. The current WBC junior welterweight world champion, Sandor Martin, said, Devin Haney calls himself the dream, but I'm his worst nightmare. I will be the next WBC junior welterweight world champion. Whether he wants to lose his title to me in the ring or run up the scales to welterweight, the choice is his. I'm excited for this next chapter of my career with OPI since 82 and top rank in my corner. Said Bob Arum, chairman of top rank. We've had a front row seat to Sandra Martin's immense talent and top rank is thrilled to be partnering with OPI since 82 to help Sandor receive his well-deserved world title opportunity. Um, let's have a quick uh, look at Saudi Arabia again. 
Uh, he seems to be in the news a lot here. His Excellency Turkey Al Alshik has big plans for the winner of this summer's undisputed contest between IBF WBC WBO light heavyweight champ Artur Berbiev and WBA champ Dmitry Bivol, wanting to match the victory against ring cruiserweight champ Jai Optia in 2024. Whoever has their hand raised from the Better Be of Bivol fight in June or July, could then meet Opatia, who's 24-0, 19 knockouts, who may have regained his IBF cruiserweight title by then after his rematch with Marius Brides, which I announced the other day on February 17th for the vacant belt. So, Al-Sheikh has uh, big plans, as I've said before, but again, whether it involves women's fighters, I don't know. But what is interesting, and what will... Uh, be interesting to all of you, I'm sure. Uh, YouTube has been blocked from Saudi Arabia uh, in a huge blow for Jake Paul, KSI, and Tommy Fury, screams the headline out of the UK's sun. Uh, boxing boss in Saudi Arabia is bringing even the most bitter rivals together, but it will not cross into YouTube boxing world. Wow. In recent years, mega money fights uh, have been prized over to the Middle East with anti-Joshua, Tyson Fury, and Deontay Wilder all involved, notably all being heavyweights, frankly. But no influence has been bigger than his actually Turkey Al-Ashik, the chairman of the General Entertainment Authority in Saudi Arabia. He's in control of boxing in the region and has even managed to have feuding promoters Eddie Hearn and Frank Warren work together. His Excellency wants everyone in the sport to collaborate, I'm not sure he wants everyone to collaborate, but it will not cross over to the new age of influencer boxing, for example. And he told his own, please, we don't want any YouTuber fight again. I don't talk about names, he said. I want fighters. I want fighters. This is what I support. Uh, this will come as a blow to the likes of KSI, Jake Paul, and Tommy Fury. Fury, 24, as you remember, last year, uh, beat both social media sensations and remains linked with rematches. His grudge match with Paul, uh, 27, uh, was even staged in Riyadh and saw him win a split decision. Uh, the American Jake Paul has since distanced himself from the crossover boxing scene to head into a more traditional route. Indeed, he has. His last fight was against professional boxer on Andre August, 35 years old, uh, which he won by first-round knockout. Uh, Jake Paul returns on March 2nd on the undercard of Amanda Serrano's Puerto Rico homecoming and will do so against, the former, uh, against another boxer. Uh, KSI, meanwhile, is taking time away from the sport, and probably to focus on misfits, following his controversial loss to Fury. But he will always be in line for a blockbuster bout with Paul following years of feuding between the pair. Uh, there were even talks uh, to fight in Saudi Arabia in 2020 before the coronavirus pandemic KO'd those plans. Um, so that's a bit of interesting news again out of Saudi Arabia via the sun in the UK as it might affect uh, the so-called influencers. Um, let's have a quick little look here at our concluding story. Uh Again, involving Saudi Arabia. Wow, I can't believe it. Here we go. By our good friend Phil J. Uh, over at World Boxing News, he says uh, he can reveal that Saudi Arabia has renewed interest in staging, get this, a Floyd Mayweather versus Manny Pacquiao rematch. In 2020, WBN first broke the news of a Saudi Arabian offer on Mayweather versus Pacquiao 2. 
Those plans were eventually confirmed weeks later by Mayweather and Pacquiao. The pandemic, though, eventually scuppered any chances of the fight taking place in the Middle East. Anyway, May Pac-2 was then shelved as Pacquiao continued his professional career. So let's see if, let's see if that happens. Uh, boxing fans would certainly be curious to see how those old-timers get on in the ring together. All right, uh, quick little uh, update on the heavyweight title here. Um, oh, I've already mentioned that. The new belt has uh, come to fruition. It will be available to the winner of the uh, Tyson Fury-Alexander Usyk fight. Uh, Frank Bruno hmm. uh, is in the news. He's in so much more pain than fighting after surgery. Hmm. Let's conclude with this story. British boxing heavyweight legend Frank Bruno continues to suffer the effects of shoulder surgery after going under the knife in the new year. The 62-year-old former WBC champion had a replacement shoulder fitted but continues to feel under the weather 10 days post-operation. Bruno, uh, beloved by the UK faithful, and our own Tim Witherspoon for his achievements and likable personality is considered a national treasure. Uh, before undergoing the much-needed surgery, Bruno assured fans he would return to total health soon enough. All right, as I said, boxing fans, that's it for me today. Thanks for joining me. Appreciate it very much. Uh, I won't be uh, on the air until uh, Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. I'll see you uh, on that date at that time here on Talking Fight for another episode of Boxing News Today. Remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit that notification bell. I'd appreciate that very much.